0: And this series of podcasts dedicated to help you improve your interviewing skills has been a journey through understanding the hiring manager's perspective, your perspective, or the job seeker's perspective. Why telling personal stories is a great strategy to increase the engagement of your interviewer and we talked a little bit about overcoming some objections and how we can help you do that. Well, the last part of this series is really talking about questions you can ask the interviewer and how to end the interview in a positive note. Now, the reason why it's important to ask questions is it shows that you, the candidate, have prepared for the interview, that it's important to you, that it's not some casual event in your day but it's something very important to you and to your career. Some people ask the hiring manager, well, what do you like about working here? Or some people may ask, well, what's the five-year plan for the organization or the two-year plan for the organization? Sometimes you can ask, well, what was the person like before in this position? Is it a new position, existing position? These are very common questions to ask. But I like one particular question that's not common that typically when I ask it or when our participants ask it, the hiring manager has to stop and really think. They're surprised in a good way about the question and want to give it some thought before they answer. But oftentimes there's been a lot of thought put in to the job description, to the posting. Here's the qualifications, here's the requirements. Here's a little bit about our organization. This is what we want you to do. This is the salary, the benefits, the terms. This is the education we want. But all along underneath, underneath all those tasks and all those requirements, one question one aspect of their candidate is not addressed. As we talked about before, the reason why there's five million unfilled jobs in our country, is not because there's people that don't wanna work. It's in part because hiring managers have a tough time finding candidates that are a good fit where they've learned enough about the candidate or have enough time to qualify all the candidates to fill specific roles. That question that's not asked is about the emotional characteristics required to be successful at this job. Now I asked that question once when somebody was interviewing me and it caught him off guard like, well, what do you mean? I said, you know, there's a list of tasks that you know I can do and I have experience in doing them, but what are the emotional characteristics that will really help you with this person coming into this position? They said, well, you know, we work with a lot of students and sometimes parents aren't happy and we want to make sure the new executive director doesn't take things personally. And right away, that gives me an opportunity to let them know about my years of customer service, how i am able to help different people at different levels, how I'm a good listener, and I want to make sure that whoever I'm working with understands I want to help them, which always diffuses the situation. But it tells me a lot more beyond tasks. It tells me emotional traits either they've experienced in a positive way or they've experienced in a negative way. And it gives me yet another opportunity to tell them a story and let them know how uniquely qualified I am to help them, to make them successful, maybe even to help them grow. So the question we like to ask is, what are the emotional characteristics you're looking for? Or another way to say it is, what are the emotional characteristics necessary to be successful working with you in this company or working in this position or working for the director or the supervisor of this position that will provide you some insight and maybe their answer to the question is like wow that's fantastic and you're excited about it but maybe maybe they answer in a way where you know that's concerning and it doesn't sound like a positive work environment and maybe this is not something i want to do Either way, it tells you more about the company and the people, and it goes beyond the list of tasks tasks and requirements. And again, a whole purpose when we started teaching you and recommending ways to do your resume, make it unique, make it personal, make it strength-based. The interview process is the exact same thing. Make it personal, make it unique, make it strength-based. And the more you can learn about somebody, especially with their emotional characteristics required, the more personal and unique you can be. Now at the end of the interview, it's very common to say thank you, I appreciate it, or what's your process, when will I hear back? But just like someone in sales, what we really advise all of our participants to do is ask for the job. I really want to work here and be your manager. I really want to work here and be your supervisor. I really want this job. And I like forward and appreciate your consideration. Now that may seem like a small thing to do, but when you're in sales, whether you're selling something for $30 or $30,000, you say, well, I've presented the solution to you and you told me what you wanted and here it is and you don't just sit there awkwardly waiting, you say, can I ring this up for you? Can I write up a proposal? Would you like to pay check or cash or credit card? You wanna say something to finalize the meeting, to finalize the transaction. Seldom would you buy a car where the salesman is just gonna stand there waiting for you to agree. They're gonna ask you, is this the car you want? Does the price sound good? they close the sale. And with an interview, we want you to close that interview out by letting them know you really want this job. You believe you're a good fit. You're looking forward to working with them. And you really appreciate them considering you for this job. It's not aggressive. It's not uncommon. But again, it's one more thing that's different than most candidates. And they'll know that you're committed And that leaves a lasting impression when you shake hands and you say goodbye. For now, that is. So these series of podcasts on how to improve your interview, your interview strategies, and really increase your chances of getting hired have been presented with not only evidence-based research, but experience with the hundreds of people that we've helped throughout the years. And as a hiring manager and managing thousands of people, I'm also sharing with you my experience on what works. These are not philosophies, these are not guesses, these are not what I want you to try and see what happens. These are proven strategies that will help you find and keep that family wage job. If you have any feedback for us or would like to offer some questions you ask at the end of the interview that you think are really good, that you think may help others, please share with us. Engage us on social media at help, the letter H, the number four, the letter S dot org. Share your thoughts with us so the people that are following us around the country can learn from you and benefit from your advice and your experiences. We thank you for listening to the Career Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Lebowski. We look forward to listening to you in the future, and hope you have a great rest of your day. This is the Career Mentor Podcast. Intellectual property of hunger for success. All rights reserved. 2018.